Hey, what's up? My name is Sandra Rinaldi, a former live entertainment marketing and communication executive turned certified life coach. Gosh, that's a mouthful. But I'm also the host of the Living Unedited podcast. And on my show, I'm going to contemplate and offer expert guidance on topics such as self-confidence, authenticity, change, and mindset. But I'll also share on things I think all women need to know from great finds to great sex. You'll learn, hopefully laugh absolutely take away something to make your life better. The struggles, the challenges, the WTFs, I don't only hear and feel you, I was and still am you, but I will divulge the things that I've learned on my quest to living my truest and most authentic life. So you can too. Living Unedited Podcast is available everywhere. So hit the subscribe button so you don't want to miss an episode. Speak soon. Hi there, and welcome to the Living Unedited Podcast. I am your host, Sandra Rinaldi, and we are here at episode 12. So far, we have tackled a numerous amount of mental health topics such as fear, gratitude, failure, letting go, acceptance, and so much more. All first 11 episodes are available for your listening enjoyment. I hope something I say resonates with you and you can take it with you, learn, and maybe make a few positive changes in your life. I'm an advocate of positive change while staying true to yourself and leading with kindness and compassion. If you're ready to embark on a journey of self-reflection and positive change, please reach out to me, Coach Sandra Rinaldi at gmail.com or through social media. I would love to see if we are a fit to embark on this journey together so I can guide you towards better. This episode is dedicated to self-love. A lot has been said in recent times about what being selfless is versus selfish. A good person is measured on how much she or he or they help the fellow man and contribute to society. Although I can agree with that, I also think there's a disclaimer. One, which we have only really started bringing to light in the last few years taking care of self first. Because we were taught to care for others, which is lovely and wonderful and absolutely necessary, we forget to take care of ourselves. Also, we have always put so much importance in a healthy body, and that's so important. It is our vessel. But only in recent years have we emphasized on the importance of a healthy mind. Funny thing is, the mind plays a dominant role in the health of your body. The decisions you make every day lead you to a potentially healthy or unhealthy body. The food you eat, the way you move, the way you handle stress and negative emotions, all leads to the functionality of your vessel. So how important is it to have a healthy mind? Imperative. Numero uno. Priority one. Let me ask you this, how important do you take yourself into account in your life and compared to the people around you, whether it be your parents, your spouse, your children, your friends, where do you land on a priority list in terms of your own mental health? There's a reason why on an airplane, your oxygen mask will need to be put on first before helping others. Because if you can't breathe, how are you expected to be of service? You would be dead. 
So if you answered, I come after two, five, eight people, I would strongly encourage you to give yourself a mental check. What does happiness mean to you? And are you happy? What does fulfillment mean to you? And are you fulfilled? What does meaning mean to you? And do you have meaning in your life? What does peace of mind mean to you? And are you peaceful? How much stress do you feel? And is it too much? And how do you deal with negative emotions? If you mostly answered positively to these, then you're in a great place in your life and ready to be of service to others. You are in a great space to make great decisions, let go of things, and sit on the positive side of life. If you answered negatively to most of these, it might be time to reevaluate your priorities. Maybe it's time to put yourself as number one. The way you feel about yourself and your life needs attention, a lot of attention. Self-love is not selfish. Let me say that again for the people in the back. Self-love is not selfish. If you had a mindset that was at peace, manageable, positive, adaptable, hopeful, how would that feel? Pretty incredible. And the thing is, it's possible. Sometimes I hear people say, well, that's too hard. If loving yourself is hard, then there's work to be done. And that work, it will change your entire life. So is that work challenging? It can be, yes. Is it the best work you'll ever do? Without a doubt. You work so hard at being everything to everyone else, right? It's exhausting. It can be frustrating. It can lead to resentment and stress and anxiety. Why? Because you haven't done it for yourself. You neglect your own self, your own well-being. You aren't dealing with your feelings. You keep burying everything, thinking one day it will go poof and it will go away. Well, it won't. Feelings need to be resolved. You need to pay attention to yourself in order to be at your best. Then what would happen? Imagine the possibilities of no longer feeling exhausted, resentful, having minimal stress, and less anxiety. If you feel like you need a little daily inspiration... Come follow me on Instagram. My uh, handle is at Sandra Rinaldi. I would love to interact with you there. I provide some good value, some tips, some tricks, but also you'll see a little bit of a glimpse of my personal life. I keep it light and fun. I would love to see you there. So at Sandra Rinaldi, come follow. I am unsure if we're born loving ourselves, but I would imagine so. So what happens? We get programmed by our environment. Some of us may fare really well early on, and that's amazing if you can bring that into adulthood. Most of us take on our past generation's values and ideologies, and we don't really revisit at all. We may revisit these when we're well into our 40s and 50s. See, when we're kids... We are usually taught to act and be a certain way. We're taught some great lessons and values such as respect, being polite, hardworking, and so on and so forth. And although these values I abide by still today, 
we aren't taught so much about authenticity and true nature, happiness and meaning. As I got older, and more so in the last couple of years, those are the values that I cherish most because I have discovered that those are the values that at the core matter most. We're never taught how to truly love ourselves and all of our imperfections, which in itself is perfection. Our idea of perfection is completely bogus. It's a made-up standard that is impossible to attain. It doesn't even exist. So why are we so quick to jump on that bandwagon? Well, as humans, we want to be loved and belong. So, so if societal ideologies, that's the code everyone abides by, says this is what is amazing, perfect, and awesome, well, that's what we strive for even if that makes us question who we are or is misaligned with our true nature. I'll give you an example. Women with shaved heads. Society says that's ugly. It's too manly. Women should have long, luscious, beautiful hair in order to be beautiful. So women won't shave their heads, even if it's what they truly want, because they want to be loved and belong by the collective. But every day they have to wash their, their hair, try it and style it for everyone else and they feel resentful. They may not see themselves as beautiful, confident or authentic deep down. Your brain will trick you into making you believe that it's okay because others like it. But deep down your true nature doesn't. And that festers and it weighs on the overall love you have for yourself and years of damaging thoughts. It creates a sense of always wanting to please others before yourself. And because you cannot control other people's opinions, it's an impossible expectation to meet. So you hate your hair. You hate the fact that you are constantly waiting for validation that may or may not come and therefore you fail. And it's a vicious circle. What if you shaved your head and it made you feel alive, confident, beautiful, sexy, when you look in the mirror, you see you, the true real you that feels powerful because you made a decision that aligns with your true nature and not what others want or feel you need to do. When you're ready to make such a decision and you have a strong mindset, a strong love from within, no one will be able to penetrate that. This example is maybe an extreme one, but all of the time you put importance into someone else's opinion of you, your appearance, your career, your hobbies, etc., you relinquish a little bit of self-love every single time. So after years of doing this, you can have very low self-esteem and make very poor decisions for yourself on what you deserve and what you're worth. We are all born impeccable. Whatever situation it may be, most of us have the chance to create the best life possible. It starts with your mind. Creating that loving and truthful inner space is directly correlated to how your life experience will unfold. Self-love is so needed for self-confidence and self-trust and self-worth. These are the foundation of a great life. These only come with a mindset filled with gratitude and forgiveness and love and positivity. This mindset is something that needs practice and work, just like you would work out your body with weights and cardio. Because it's not as tangible or visible, we sometimes feel like it's silly or untrue. 
But trust me when I say this, because I have done it for myself and for my clients, it's the truest of true. It's the difference in your life experience. The beauty of it is you can decide to start at any moment. It's never too late. You will exit the physical world with the experiences you've lived. Not your bank account, not your fancy car or your diplomas. Just the love and experiences you'll recall in your mind and in your heart. And I would encourage you to make that the best experience. When you think of self-love, what comes to mind? It can be this. My thighs are too thick. My face is too wide. My hair is too short. My belly is too big. Which translates to, I am not enough. Or it can be this, I am too timid. I'm not as smart as them. I need to be more vocal. Why am I so boring? Which translates to, I am not enough. If you speak to yourself in this way, please know that you are cultivating a deep sense of unworthiness. You're creating that belief that you are not enough, that you don't deserve everything life has to offer. Please stop. What would you tell your best friend? What would you tell the person you love the most? How would you lead that conversation? Do that, more of that, and only that. I finally have a free tool for you, a 10-page free ebook that you can download and use to grow your gratitude practice. In there, you're going to find five ways to grow your gratitude practice. So instead of thinking about, I am grateful for those usual three things in your life, it's going to make you think. There's a reflection exercise, an accountability sheet, and of course, the sheets to a gratitude journal. So you can download it right now. I've linked this on the episode description of this podcast, as well as on my Instagram account. So your free ebook awaits. That's it for this week, y'all. Thanks for being here. I hope you took a little nugget and that you're going to keep thinking, evolving, and shining. Bye for now.